0: Amen. You know, I do want to say one thing before I start. Jesus said that you will know them by their fruit. You will know them by their fruit. And if you believe that the fruit is good, then the tree has to be good. The tree cannot be bad if the fruit is good. So consider w- what kind of fruit you are. If you will turn with me to Luke 7. Thank you. I've had many people, you know, I've had people email me and say, well, the message you preach is great. You're of God, but the man that you're with can't be. And, I, and you know what? If the fruit's good, the tree has to be good. It has to be. You can't get good fruit from a bad tree. I know that. I grew up sitting in pear trees. All right, Luke 7. I want you to, I want you to go with me. I mean, Luke 6. I'm going to, I'm going to make some of you really mad. I really am. I am going to make some of you mad. And you know what? I know this from my own experience. Sometimes to get you glad, you got to get you mad first. So I'm going to get you mad. Luke uh, 6, verse 46, I'm going to begin. It says, and why call you me, Lord, Lord, and do not the things that I say? Why? This is Jesus speaking. Why call me, Lord, Lord, and do not the things that I say? Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings, and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built a house, and digged deep, and laid the foundation on a rock. We all know this parable. It says, and when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house, and could not shake it, because it was founded upon a rock. But he that heareth, and doeth not. It's like a man that without a foundation built a house upon the earth and against which the stream did beat vehemently and immediately it fell and the ruin of that house was great. Now I want us to compare these two. One was built on the rock and one was built on the earth. In Matthew it says the sand and they're both. Now both, what do they both have? I used to be a math teacher. You're Gibbons. What do they both have? Well they both heard. They both heard the word. Oh, preacher, what a wonderful message. Oh, Kathy, you know how many times I've gotten messages. Oh, Kathy, you are anointed of God. Your messages are anointed. Okay. They both hear. They both built a house. Both of them, the storm came. The storm came. The storm's coming. It's on the horizon. You can see it coming. The storm's coming. It doesn't matter if you build a house or not. The storm's coming. Now, what was the difference? One heard the word and did it. The other heard the word and did not do it. It had to be done. The word has to be done. You have to do it. You have to do it. All right, turn with me to Mark 1, and we're going to see the first thing you have to do. The first thing you have to do. You have to do. Mark 1, 14. And after John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. This is one of his very first messages, and this is one of his very first commandments. Something you have to do. Something you have to do. The storm's coming. Is your house you got to do. Now, it says, and Jesus is saying, the time is fulfilled. And the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent you and believe the gospel. Repent you and believe the gospel. Repent. You know, I was was an elementary school teacher. You know what I taught? Action words. Things that do. Action words. You know what? Repent. You have to do it. You have to do it. You just can't look at it. You have to do it. And you know what repent means? It means change the way you're thinking. Change what you're doing. And what did Jesus say? Change the way you're thinking. Change what you believe. Change what you're doing and believe the gospel. Believe the gospel. Do you know to believe the gospel is a do? It's an action. It's something you have to do, not just hear. Now, we'll go real quick and remind you what the gospel is because your life depends on it. Did you know your life depends on the gospel? All right, chapter 15, of 1 Corinthians, Paul speaking. unto you which also you have received and where unto you you stand paul right here is declaring the gospel what it is and what did he say he said wherein you stand there's another do word all right by which also you are saved There's another do word. If you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. Now, what is the gospel? For I delivered unto you first of all, which I also received. Which I also received. How? How? That Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures. Here's your definition of the gospel. Here's the definition of what you have to do, what you have to believe. It says how Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. That's what Jesus said we have to believe, that Jesus died for us, that he was buried for us, that he rose again for us. That is the gospel. Do you know that every situation you ever have to face in your life has already been bought and paid? you on the gospel? Do you know that every situation you will encounter in your life, whether it be money, whether it be healing, whether it be deliverance, whether it be forgiveness of sins, whether it be prosperity, whether it be safety, security, whether it be peace with God was bought for you on the cross. It was paid for you on Calvary. But you know it will not manifest? It will not work unless you do it, unless you believe it, unless you believe it. You've got forgiveness. You've got healing. You've got prosperity. You have safety. You can go to the market and not be afraid. You know why? Because Jesus bought and paid for you. But the only way it's going to work is you've got to do it. You've got to believe it. You have to believe it. Turn with me to Mark 16. Now here's where you're going to get mad. You are going to get mad. And I want, to con- I want you to consider right now where you're going to church. What are you doing with your spare time? What are you doing right now? Where do you go every Sunday morning or Saturday or Friday or wherever you're going? I want to show you something. And some of you are going to get really mad at me. And I'm glad you are. All right. Matthew, uh, Mark 16, starting in verse 15. Jesus speaking unto his disciples after he rose from the dead. He said, go you into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Preach the gospel. That's what I'm doing right now. He said, he that believeth, he that believeth, that person that believes did it, believed it. He's doing something, action word. He's do, do. He said, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. The house just fell. He that believeth not shall be damned. That house just fell. Now, let's go on. And these signs shall follow them that believe. These signs shall follow them that believe. These are the words of Jesus. These are the words of Jesus. These are the words of your Messiah. These are the words of your Messiah. He said, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. In my name they shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. They shall recover. These signs follow them that believe. Oh, I can hear. I can hear the voices now. I can hear them in my ear. You know, the Spirit will let you hear what other people are saying. And they're saying, but, but they say this wasn't in, in, in the original manuscripts. I want to ask you a question. Who were they? Who are they? Do you know you're responsible for this word? Do you know that you're responsible for this word? Do you know you will be responsible for doing it? For doing it. And you better go back and study about what they say. And you know what I thank God for? This was already working in my life before somebody said, they said. This was already working. I was already casting out devils. I was already laying my hands on the sick. I was already pre- uh, speaking in tongues. And you know what? You know what I was then? A housewife. Why? Because I believed. I believed. I heard and I did. Turn with me to Hebrews eleven 6. I'm going to read this to you. Hebrews eleven six. 6. Oh, we love the chapter, chapter 11 of Hebrews. Chapter 6. But without faith, without faith, it is impossible to please God. It's impossible to please God without faith. Do you know faith is a do word? Faith is an action verb. If you remember your schooling, faith is a do word. This word, folks, is not faithful. This word is not Faithful. Oh, you can be faithful. Every time your church doors open, you're sitting in the same pew. That's faithful. That is not faith. That is not faith. You can sit in the same pew for 50 years and never use your faith. And you know what? The house falls. The house falls. And great is the fall of it. You know what? It goes right down into the pit is where that house goes. I want you, I know you're screaming. Go to Galatians 3. I want to read you a verse for some of you who are still angry at me. Look at what Paul says in Galatians 3. He said, this is an amazing scripture. He said, he therefore that ministered to you the spirit, that ministered to you. This is the church of Paul. Paul started the church of the Galatians. Do you know all the churches that Paul started were spirit-filled? Do you know every Amen. church Paul started spoke in tongues? And he said he spoke in tongues more than them all. Amen. So this is a spirit-filled church. He said, he therefore that ministereth to you the spirit and worketh miracles among you, doeth he by the works alone or by the hearing of faith? What do you mean there were miracles done in Paul's church? What do you mean, Paul? You know what? Paul's just looking like here like it's an everyday thing. He said, He therefore that ministereth to you the Spirit worketh miracles among you. Do you mean we're supposed to expect same yesterday today and forever now you tell me when jesus changed tell me when jesus changed jesus never changes and it's jesus and us that does the works if you're going to a church that doesn't have any miracles you're not going to a church you're going to a social gathering you might as well go to the randolph garden club all right Jesus said, these signs follow them that believe. He said, he that heareth my word and doeth it. Those are my disciples. Do it. And what did Jesus say? Believe the gospel. Believe the gospel. You have to believe it. You have to do it, and to do it is to believe it. How do you believe? How do you believe? I've said this over again. It's in it's in Romans 4. It's with Abraham. Abraham considered not his own body now dead, but considered what God said. What did God say to you? What did God say to you? He was wounded for your transgressions. He was Bruised for your iniquities. What are you doing with your sin? Are you getting it forgiven? Amen. He He was He was chastised for your peace. That's His safety. That's His That's His peace. That's prosperity. That's security. Are you having that manifest in your life? Are you Are you watching these things come to pass when you believe the gospel? It comes to pass. It works but you got to do for it to work. You know, I have a beautiful illustration about this. I am a mother of four, a mother of four. I want to say children, but they're not children anymore. They're adults. A mother of four. A lot of us are parents. Happy Father's Day. Do you know I had four children and and we did, there were certain things the parents know they got to teach their kids to do. One of them is to walk and the other one is to use the bathroom child has to do. And as a responsible parent, we got to get them to do it. Literally. And with my children, you know, when, when they're learning, when they're learning, when they're, they're starting to stand up and they're walking, you want them to walk. You want them to go to the bathroom on their own. Oh, do you want them to go to the bathroom on their own? And you do everything for them. You give them the right clothes. You give them the right shoes. You give them the right situations. You prompt them. You love them. You cherish them. You, 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 you encourage them. You want them to do it, but you know what? You can't do it for them. You can't walk for your child. You can't go to the bathroom for your child. They have to do it on their own. Do you know that the Father has given you everything you need? everything you need to walk by faith. He forgave your sins on the cross. He gave you prosperity on the cross. He healed you on the cross. He raised Jesus from the dead and gave you everything. He gave it to you. Turn with me to Romans 8, and we will end there. Romans 8, verse 31 What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Nobody, but you gotta walk. You gotta walk. You gotta believe it. It says, He that spared not his own son, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him freely give us all things? He's got everything for you, but you gotta believe. You got to believe. You got to read that word. You got to believe that word. You got to read it. You got to get it in your heart so that it manifests. You got to believe. You got to obey God. You got to do his word. That you have to do. Jesus' storm is coming. The storm is coming, and it's a bigger storm than you have ever seen and it's coming this way, you've got to get that house on the rock. You have got to get your house on the rock. And I'm going to hand this back to Doyle. All right, I'll finish it. You got to get your house on the rock. And the first thing you got to do is you have to be born again. Jesus said in one of his commandments, something you got to do. He said, you must Be born again. I don't care if you're Catholic. I don't care if you're Jewish. I don't care if you're Methodist. I don't care if you're charismatic. I don't care if you're Pentecostal. Jesus said, you must be born again. You must be. That's a do. Get the house on the rock, and the first thing you got to do is be born again. How are you born again? Jesus said, or Paul said in Romans 10, he said, when you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and you speak it with your mouth, you shall be born again. And you know what the wonderful thing is? God's right there encouraging you. He has the faith ready for you right now. He has the grace ready for you right now to receive him. All you have to do is open your mouth and call on the name of Jesus and you'll be saved and that's the first brick that goes on the rock. That is the first brick brick that goes on the rock, folks, and then you got to walk. You got to open that Bible. You have to read it. You have to read the Psalms. You have to read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and the epistles. You got to get the gospel inside you so that that house can stand the storm because it's coming. Let's call out to Jesus now. Let's get that first bu- uh, that first block built on the rock. Jesus! 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 Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box eight six one. 327 Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.